Welcome to the Sticker Podcast with your hosts, Nikki and Steven. The Sticker Podcast starts now. I'm becoming someone I don't want to be. I'm lying to someone I fear, and I'm delivering anonymous notes that could put people in danger. Tell me there's an endgame to this. I need to know that it's not all for nothing. There is an endgame here. Silver's going down. Only he doesn't know it yet. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad Holy it's Priest, but like... shit, dude. I, this shit just got cranked up to like a thousand. I thought it was going to be somebody else completely. I didn't realize it was going to be Crease, but yeah. I didn't think that she would go to Crease. I think it makes sense under the circumstances because she's not trusting Silver anymore. Right. And she had that connection with, with Crease. So I don't know. I, I think this is getting really intense. Just everything that's going on right now feels like it was cranked up a notch mm-hmm. in this episode. I mean... The fact that Daniel finally came to the conclusion that he needs to step back and get away from it and kind of like squash the situation. And then yeah. he just gets pulled right back into it because, again, Terry Silver is an absolute master manipulator. And I don't he think just, that, well, I don't think that Daniel should have gone over there with the PlayStation. Not alone. No, and definitely should not have called because you alerted right. uh, Silver to, you know, hey, by the way, I'm going to be here in this location at this time. Yeah, he's been making some pretty interesting decisions lately. Like, obviously, his mind is not in the right place. And he's making some, like, between calling the lawyer, calling uh Stingray in this situation, like Daniel's not thinking straight because he's a lot smarter than this, but it's kind of what happens when you're really rattled. But the fact that like Silver was talking about his wife, talking about his marriage, talking talking about his kids kids wearing Cobra Kai geese, it's like you knew exactly what buttons to push to get Daniel to engage with you. And the fact that they fought, obviously, Regardless of their ages, no, yeah. Silver should whoop Daniel's ass. Yeah. And that's what happened. Like there is no place this isn't like a karate tournament where Daniel could get a couple points, which I thought was hilarious during the episode that Johnny threw out that jab that like you only had three points in you. But the fact that like Silver is highly trained, he has way more experience than Daniel in terms of fighting. So it makes sense that Silver would whoop his ass and put him in pain. And he's, and just, he's not in the right mindset. Right. He, you know, he's, he's way too emotional. He's got way more stuff going on. And the fact that Silver basically revealed like, oh, this is so much bigger than what you think. You got a small mind. I don't care about your valley. Just wait till what's next. The real pain is beginning. So like they did a really good job of teasing how much worse this potentially could be getting for Daniel. Right, right. Which, I again... Like, with Silver's resources and his money and his just mindset, like, I couldn't even probably think about how big he's planning on going because I feel like this dude will, there's no limits with him. Right. Like, he'll do whatever he has to do to accomplish what he wants to accomplish. And it it just feels like it's a really bad situation. It's obviously going to just continue to probably get violent, emotional. I'm happy that Amanda came back and was taking care of Daniel. I... (laughs) <laughs> I, I called Johnny. I said it during the episode last week that all the the cameos were predictable. Chosen, Chosen yeah. was probably the least predictable of all of them. But the moment you go to Okinawa, you're like, Chosen's gonna be there. But like Crease and Silver and Barnes, like I feel like a lot of them were like, and I don't think they were trying to hide it. No, no. I think it's obvious. Yeah, but I, I don't. But you got me with Jessica. Yeah, you got me with Jessica. 
I did not in a million like she wasn't in my mind. I didn't think that there was a relationship there. I yeah, because she the entire time in Cobra or Cobra Kai, in Karate Kid three she had a boyfriend. Right. But like she's the connection with Amanda and Daniel. Like, like that makes sense now. Holy like, shit. She's the one who got them together. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. That's kinda cute. I, I like mean, the way they did that. It makes sense for Daniel and Jessica to maybe have like a long term like, hey, every once in a while type of message because of what they went through and stuff. But Yes, I mean I you know, sometimes you forget. She was assaulted. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Barnes kicked her. Like, he, like hard. He beat her up. Yeah. yeah. And she she was involved in the whole spider web of Silver's plan too because he like the whole situation at like the club where Daniel punched the dude and like Jessica saw that happen was like, who the fuck? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. And like, so there was a lot of manipulation going on. And again, the way they do these reveals and these returns, it's perfect. It makes all the sense in the world that someone from Daniel's past would be responsible for setting him up with his wife. Right. That makes and sense. know about some of the traumas of his well, past. That's where I was going next. You, yeah. You hit right on it. That's the easiest way because obviously Daniel and, and Amanda don't talk as much as they should potentially. The fact that it took someone from the past, someone that she's had a long relationship with, obviously, a family member, to be like, uh, yeah, you read the headlines, but the headlines don't do it justice. That's not Because this yeah. dude terrorized him. And the way she put it was perfect. Like, the way Silver showed up when they were, like, on the run and, like, was a friend and then, like, became a mentor and then he became essentially, like, his terror. And I was wondering how they were going to get Amanda back on Daniel's side and this was perfect. Yeah. It makes all the sense in the world for this to be the story on how you get Amanda to understand what the fuck Daniel's going through because it's hard. And to bring Johnny back into the situation. Yeah. I mean, even as a wife or a husband or a significant other of any kind, you love the person obviously, but sometimes it is hard to see things through their eyes and the way Daniel's been acting, especially at the uh, event that they were at last episode, it's like there's tipping points and there's hard things to understand. And Amanda, and again, it goes back to the communication thing. Amanda just didn't understand. She didn't grasp how big this was because again like uh, jessica even said it it's something that was over yeah they both didn't have any reason to bring it up and now that silver's back it's all hitting the fan and yeah i, I love the way he like daniel was desperate yes he needed something new and so he went and had his conversation with johnny which Great conversation. I really, like, I'm glad that they did that. Yeah, it was a really good moment. And even for Johnny to be like, dude, what the hell's wrong with you? Because it's like, they that's had their the light own, bulb. Yes, they had their own little storylines going and it's nice to just bring them back together. Yeah, they were all, like, Johnny was completely checked out of the whole karate thing once the tournament was over because he was basically like, we lost, we had a bet, I'm done, I'm going to go do something else. And, and I'm having a baby. And he's having a baby. <laughs> Uh, which is awesome. Baby. I'm glad but, that the kids were excited about that. Yeah, that was that was a great moment. But this idea that Johnny is the one sitting down having this conversation with Daniel and telling Daniel how ridiculous he sounds and how bad he looks. It's a full it's like, moment. It was a completely one of those moments for Daniel to be like, if you think I'm going through some shit, then I need to fix some shit. Yeah. And it's like kind of a jab at Johnny, but at the same time, like Johnny's been through it, so he can yes, kind of acknowledge it and see mm -hmm. it and 
actually speak to it. Like, I I don't know if a lot of people talk about the traumas that Johnny's gone through. I mean, his stepdad, yeah. his mom. They did a good show of highlighting that in this show because yes. we didn't know. You don't think about that stuff. And it's, again, hurt people hurt people. Well, and his relationship with Kreese. Oh my God. Like, getting so, choked out after the tournament. That was And awful. then just watching his life just spiral after that. Like, yeah. It's insane. And... Just, it's good to have Johnny and Daniel on the same page again and getting them to work together because, again, I think people are really starting to realize how dangerous Terry Silver is. Mm -hmm. And it's like, all right, we got to figure this out. And the fact that Tori is the one who sent that news article to the LaRussos was like... I kind of had a feeling, but I was like, I'm not going to say that because that sounds crazy, but... it, It definitely is one of those things where... I feel like the cheating thing, mm-hmm. seeing the like handshake and the relationship between Silver and the referee, and then all the stuff that Robbie is saying, and the fact that they had a relationship and now they're broken up, and Robbie's like, I can't be with you if you're gonna be in Cobra Kai. If you're if you're with Cobra Kai, you're not with me. And I, I think she's seeing the big picture. I think it's very clear to her. But again, she's being pulled in these directions because Cobra Kai is giving her something that she needs. Something that's like giving her validation and just making her feel really good. And the fact that she won the tournament and she's a champion. And like that whole speech before the tournament, like really, like I felt like that was the turning point for her as a character and been saying it this whole season. The redemption arc is coming. And I feel like this is... Truly step one. The fact that she sent Daniel the news article with the little hint and then at the end there, she was. I was kind of hoping that she'd be talking to like her dad too, who I'm still making a prediction that I think it's Dutch. But the fact that she went and had a talk with Kreese, I think that's a big step for her because, again, the realization about what Silver is, what Cobra Kai is, she's like, I'm becoming someone I don't want to be. Yeah. Despite it's making her someone that she wanted to be right which is like wait maybe i don't want that right well and or need it she hasn't verbalized any of this to anybody right. except for silver mm-hmm. so it's nice to find for her to be able to finally like get it out yeah the, i'm dealing with a lot and this is what's happening the storylines are really powerful stuff currently and the way the music shifted when silver walked into the stingray's apartment stingray's apartment like it, that's where i feel like this whole season's going to shift now to where Maybe there won't be as many jokes. I mean, they'll find, still find ways to like bring the comedic effect to it because it's a masterclass on how to insert comedy into a serious storyline. But I feel like things are serious now. I don't think Chosen's leaving now. No, he after can't he leave got now. after Johnny or after Daniel got beat up, he's definitely yeah, gonna stay. He has to stay. And yeah. I wonder if they're gonna get Mike Barnes involved because again, this feels like you're gonna need a full team effort. In order to combat what Silver's doing. Because again... Johnny and Chosen. Were they in movies together? No. That's fantastic. No. And Mike... We're going to have all three basically Daniel Nemesis's all together. Nemesis's? Nemesi? What's the word? Nemesis. Nemesis. All three... apostrophe. (laughs) All three of his bad boys are going to be in the show together, hopefully. Like, if we could get a room... Bad boys for life. With Daniel... Chosen, Johnny, and Mike Barnes. Like, that would be insane. And not only together, but working together with Daniel. The whole crew's like, 
Oh that God. would just be, again, it's one of those things that you never in a million years would even think about. I don't know if Barnes is coming back. I really hope he is coming I back. I hope that they didn't just, like, you know, shove in a cameo yeah. about him and then, like, not, not see give him, him like, again. a major storyline. Come on, yeah. bro. I mean, it feels like with what happened with his furniture store that he needs to come back and be like, all right, let's fucking end this guy yeah. kind of thing. And Maybe they're during doing an investigation about the fire. They are. And then the conclusion yeah. of that investigation will be just in time to kick some ass. Well, Daniel's not very confident that Silver left a lot of clues behind us. No, to but you never know. You never know. People are stupid. Yeah. Just the idea that we could have all of them in a room together, working together, is just never in a million years would have ever thought about it. I like love it. all three villains from the three movies, it's like. Seriously? Chosen Barnes and Johnny together? And it sounds like Kreese is going to be on their side too? Like, what? This is everybody. It's it's building towards something that is just so insane, and I can't wait to see how it plays out. I'm so happy that Robbie and Miguel are on the same page finally. Oh, my God. I was really concerned. I thought we were going to have another trauma. I mean, it felt like it was getting to the point, especially the way they were editing the fight at the end. Where, like, Miguel was going to kick Robbie over the, the banister. Right, the little like, flashback in between. Yeah. Yeah. But they needed... Like, Johnny's plan worked out. I mean, it was Daniel's plan. But Johnny being Johnny, have them fight, get it out. It worked. It got it out of their system. They were whooping the shit out of each other. And then we're just like, dude, what are we doing? Like, this... What is this? And, like, Miguel won the fight. He won. Miguel's a little badass. I mean, so is Robbie. But the fact that they're now together, I think it's going to be massive for the kids' Mm storylines. I feel like when people start seeing them together on the same page, I feel like Like they're going to be... going to say a lot. Yeah, that's going to be a huge message. And And they got to share breadsticks together. Because when you're here, you're family. (laughs) Gross. So, a little fun backstory on that whole situation. So, I was born in New Jersey. My family's from Hoboken, New Jersey. And we moved here when I was very little. And the first thing, obviously, from if you guys know anything about Hoboken, it's a lot different now than it was then. The Italian food and the pizza and, like, everything there is fucking amazing. It is amazing. I've also been to Italy, so that's what I was talking about, being being in Italy. But, like, the first thing, like, my dad, obviously, my parents are like, hey, where can we get some good Italian food? I love when they tell the story. Like, people are like, oh, yeah, go check out the Olive Garden. And they were like, oh, okay, cool. Haven't been back since. <laughs> Haven't been back to the Olive Garden again. So it, it's just really funny. Like, every time I see the Olive Garden, I think I've eaten there like twice in my whole life. So gross. Disgusting. Well, like I, mean, I said, chicken nuggets with marinara sauce does not make chicken parm. <laughs> it, I'm spoiled having a full-blooded Italian mama from Jersey. My mom's pasta and her sauce is amazing. Well, but don't gravy, get me wrong. The gravy. breadsticks and the salad yeah. are delicious. I mean, how do you mess up breadsticks and salad? I mean, they could make, they do make them a little salty sometimes, mm, Yeah, I don't, but the salad dressing, I mean, they bottle that shit. It's yeah, good. It, I mean, it, so Olive Garden, like people who enjoy it, cool, awesome, good for you. But don't call it authentic Italian it, food. It's just... Don't say from the old country. I'm spoiled. That shit ain't real. <laughs> like, I, I acknowledge that I'm spoiled, and I'm sure there's a ton of people who view that as really delicious Italian food, and... I mean, to each their own. But, but also, that does sound good for lunch. It's a, it does sound good. Not Olive Garden. No, the Some salad pasta. and breadsticks. Oh, salad and breadsticks? Yeah, I want the salad and breadsticks. I was like, I don't want Olive Garden for lunch. No. Horrible. No, 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 no. 
no, 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 no. Yeah, that's a little that's a little fun little tangent backstory on the Olive Garden. I love that Johnny's like the one taking them. Of I course he's taking Yeah, but also that waiter, he was fantastic, like, man. He needs a tip. What did he call Google? Goggle. Goggle? Fucking, Not the waiter, Johnny. Fucking Johnny, dude! That's like, I think that's conflict, my favorite thing to say. Conflict resolution. Yeah, I think that's my favorite thing to say in the show is fucking Johnny, dude. I'm going to start calling it the goggle. The goggle. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable. I goggled it. Oh, man. All right, back on track. It feels like shit's getting really serious. Like, obviously, things have been very serious, but I feel like things are t being taken to a new level, and everyone's coming together, joining the team, and we're going to go get Silver. We're going to get yeah. the son of a bitch. Go get him. So... I, I'll i be honest, I, I haven't thought extremely highly of this season. This episode was banging. Mm -hmm. This episode was awesome. Yeah. So I, I'm really excited to see where the rest goes. And well done with the Jessica reveal. You got me. That was cool. After me talking shit. It's a perfect way to like weave her into there. Yeah. It was so good. All of their returns have made perfect sense for the story. It's never been weird or out of left field. Again, masterclass on nostalgia content. Way to go, Cobra Kai. Yep. Anything else? Nope. All right, y'all. Long conversation. Hope you guys have a good one. That's a wrap on this edition of the Sticker Podcast. Follow Nikki and Steven at Nikki Steve React on Instagram and Twitter. And don't forget to check them out on YouTube at Nikki and Steven React and their live channel, Nikki and Steven Live. Also, make sure to join the Discord if you want to join in on the conversation. Hit it up, discord.gg forward slash sticker fam. That's sticker F-A-M.